Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to Make the Jump here from the BrickCityBlockade.com podcast network and sitting across from me tonight is Mr. Caden Stetler himself from Rebel Cause, Rebel Chatter. You've heard him a lot. He and I are always talking about Star Wars and we're here on Make the Jump. Caden, how's it going this evening? we got some cool stuff to talk about. Oh, absolutely, man. I'm doing great. Uh, definitely ready to talk some animated Star Wars with you tonight. Yeah, absolutely. Now, Caden, I know you guys just released an episode not that long ago. Just give us some quick background on, on what you guys covered in that episode and quickly probably where people can find that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you can find all of our stuff over at rebelchatter.com. Um, that's where you can find the archives of all of our episodes thus far. And uh, you can find them on iTunes as well and all the other major podcast apps. And uh, it was actually my dad and I's review of The Last Jedi. We uh, we took a break over the holidays because, uh, I mean, he is, including me, as four kids and big family, you know, gets mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah, we just uh, talked about mostly Luke, to be honest, because there seems to be a lot of confusion with people about his character and the things he did. I, I feel like if you understand Star Wars, you really understand that they went the right direction with him. But yeah, you can hear all about it over on uh, episode 16 of Rebel Chatter. Absolutely. Make sure you guys go check that out. I got to go back because there's a certain voice that appears in it. So when I go to do some Absolutely. homework tonight and put that. Absolutely, man. Uh, shout out to James Brown, who uh, did our intro yes it's pretty great yeah we're really excited to hear that we love everything that james does here at the podcast network so big shout out to you james caden let's talk about a little thing now star wars rebels is right around the corner my friend a lot of stuff happening in terms of where we left off at the halfway point and there's a lot of progression that needs to happen in the second half especially when it comes to kanan and hera your thoughts what are you hoping to see in the second half and as we keep going here, guys, we're going to really get in depth about what the future of Star Wars might be. But your your thoughts heading into the second half here. Obviously, we were left with kind of a cliffhanger. Kanan possibly going back for Hera, then kind of not going back for her. Um, there, there's a plan for Kanan, and uh, I, I think he's starting to realize that he might not make it out of this alive. Which, I, I've always kind of thought that Kanan's character would die. Mm-hmm. It just seems right for the time. You know, when we reach Empire Strikes Back and, you know, Return of the Jedi, Yoda tells Luke that he will be the last of the Jedi. And I don't think it would really make sense for characters like Ezra and Kanan to be around and just mm. be like, oh, oh, yeah, they were other Jedi. They were just off off screen, you know. So I think Kanan, he's going to obviously do something pretty big, awesome, heroic death. Or I could see possibly his character going off and just leaving the fight and he's not around anymore. Like possibly mm. going off to, to just learn more about the force, kind of take a role like Ahsoka did, you know, just learning about the force instead of, you know, the Jedi and the Sith and, and whatnot. But yeah, I'm definitely interested to see where they take the character. It's, it's one of those things that I, with a lot of star Wars medium, I can kind of be like, Oh, this is probably where this story's going to go. And right. And not, but this is definitely one that I, I am, kind of in the dark on yeah and i feel like caden a a new dawn does such great stuff for the character of kanan also it really fits into the rebels storyline perfectly when we're talking about kanan and his progression as a character and i can't say i mean you want to talk about the ultimate cliffhanger when you when you have kanan now being i'm not gonna say possessed but really being pulled by the loath wolf and and him continually saying doom you know, and that was a whole whole thing. Was it was it Caleb Doom or was it or was it you know Doom as in the fate that he is going to 
uh, yeah. see in the near future. And I Absol- think that's Dave Filoni to a TK. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I I love the Loth Wolves. They, they've always been interesting characters, and you know Dave Filoni, man, he's 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 the wolf guy mm. for sure. When I heard that at at first, I was like Doom. Okay, you know I knew it was Caleb Doom. You know that's Kanan's real name, and uh, but at first I thought it was Doom, as in you know D O O M Doom, uh, d- like danger. I put the subtitles on the episode, and it said Doom, as in his last name, and I was like, oh wow, that's really interesting. You, I kind of think that that might be the Loth Loth Wolf's calling him to be like, remember who you are. You know, you're a Jedi. Mm-hmm. There's a Jedi has a path in the universe and a role to play, and it's up to destiny. It's up to the Force. So it's definitely them calling him to fulfill whatever his destiny is. And uh, I'm just, I'm interested to see what that's going to be. Because again, like I said, man, I'm, I'm completely in the dark on it. You know, we got this awesome representation of what a Jedi should be in episode eight with Luke. And yeah, he, he doesn't fight. He, that's literally, you know, uh, Yoda tells Luke, you know, a Jedi uses the force for knowledge and defense, yeah. never for attack. And, and Luke sums that up in episode eight. You know, he doesn't even, you know, swing that blade at Kylo the whole time, right. which it's it's just interesting. I'm really wondering what what's going to happen here, man. They're building it up great because these midseason finales, man, I'll tell you what, they really build up a lot of anticipation for sure. Okay, do you feel like what Ryan Johnson and his choice with Luke Skywalker in The Last Jedi Ah, and I've been thinking about the, these this the last couple of days when it comes to Star Wars Rebels and anticipating when it's obviously February we're going to be jumping right back into this the storyline again. I have been thinking about it on countless occasions. I haven't had really a chance to talk to anybody about it. I know it sounds like it's a personal problem, but it's just Star Wars nerdiness issues. I have a funny feeling that the way that Luke Skywalker is projected in Episode Eight, I would not be surprised. If they don't carry that into the fate of Kanan Jarrus, that his connection to the Force doesn't lead him down a very similar path to Luke, even though he's much younger and he has obviously, I'm not going to say he hasn't gone through as much, but he's just experienced the Force in a different way throughout his journey. And I feel like, uh, I don't know, Kid. what are your thoughts on that specifically? Because I could just keep going about it. Well, it, it could almost be... The type of thing that Kanan would sacrifice himself, very similar to how Luke did with the projection, but it's actually him in person. You know, he saves the rebellion, and maybe Luke, I mean, obviously Luke would have probably heard about that, you know. I doubt Luke could have joined the rebellion, and they weren't like, yeah, we're not going to tell him about that other Jedi dude that was just here 20 minutes right. ago. I'm sure he heard stories about that, Whatever, if, if it, it happens that way, you know, that he would sacrifice himself and that might have to do with why Luke did project himself through the force like he did. Kanan's got to go out in a really cool way. Mm-hmm. Sure, there there has to be they, they have to close the door on the character and and make it feel satisfying. You know, mm-hmm. Ahsoka, they didn't do that, but because they left that mystery there, and that's why you know Ahsoka's most likely coming back at some point. Maybe not in this show. Yeah, maybe she'll show up in Episode Nine. We don't know. But I think Kanan is a character that they will have to close the door on him and, you know, give him a good end so that we know that, you know, his his story's over. But yeah, exactly how they're gonna do that, I'm not I'm not sure. They they obviously waited for a reason to to do this mm-hmm. after episode eight. And that could have a lot to do with it. You know, they didn't want to show that projection power before 
they showed Luke doing it. Mm, that's a really good theory. And that's something that obviously as we move closer, Caden, towards Star Wars Rebels in the conclusion of the final season that we may see play out at some point. It's just something that I've seen in the Star Wars fan community and some questions that I've had. It's just, you never know. You never know. And this is the thing with Dave Filoni is you just never know what direction he could take it. We, I could be hypothesizing and you and I could be discussing this, that Kanan's going to do it this way. And then Filoni just throws a complete dog bone into it and just throws it a totally different direction. And I, it's going to be fantastic to see which direction. I say fantastic because we know it's going to be satisfying for the fans. I mean, Filoni just knows how to wrap up something that not only has us asking more questions, Caden, but also has us anticipating that, yeah, this guy's going to continue these stories they're in a different format or just continue to tell these stories the way that Filoni does, which is what just makes Star Wars Rebels so so tantalizing to the Star Wars fandom. Oh, absolutely, man. And, you know, uh, it's one of the biggest tragedies of Star Wars that Filoni did not get to finish the Clone Wars proper. Mm. And after hearing about what his plans were for the Clone Wars, I, man, he wrapped it up. Have you ever heard the like how the last episode how it was supposed to go? I've only heard mixed things as as a fan about about how it was originally supposed to go. If you'd like to tell people, I think that that'd be very very cool. Yeah, so I mean, I guess spoilers if you haven't watched Clone Wars, but whatever. I don't know, <laughs> dude. I you gotta throw out the spoilers thing for everything recently. You but, do. Uh, so what I what I had heard was. It, the Siege of Mandalore thing happens, which sounded amazing. Ahsoka and Rex lead, you know, this assault on Mandalore. Oh, yes. Oh, and that, that was really cool. Faking. You kind of, they kind of touched on it in the Ahsoka book. Yeah. And then what, what I had heard was the last, literally the last shot of the Clone Wars was supposed to be a few years later. And you see Ahsoka meditating. And she's reaching out and trying to find Anakin. Because she, you know, there was no really official word of when Attican, if Attican died, like she didn't feel him die, but she just didn't feel him anymore. Kind of like she explains in Rebels. And apparently she's sitting there and she's reaching out, reaching out. And then you see one shot of Vader on like a Star Destroyer or something like that. And he raises his head, like acknowledges that that connection was made. And then it cuts to black and you just hear his breathing. Is what I heard happened mm. what his original plan was which sounds amazing yes and that would have been the conclusion to the clone wars and you know they they kind of did it in, in rebels <laughs> now uh something very similar but just hearing that that is a fantastic end to that story oh and, it's cinematic. Uh, oh absolutely and i'm just really excited to see filoni finally get to wrap up his story correctly because this is obviously his baby, just as Clone Wars was, and uh, you know, not not as long of a story, but yeah, it's gonna be cool to see. You know, because Filoni really, man, he he is one of the masters of Star Wars storytelling right now. You know, he's done so much, and really just brought so much depth. And and you know, he out of anybody, he's dived the deepest into what is the Force and mm -hmm. all this deep stuff. So I'm I'm excited, and I and I almost wonder. That if uh, I'm trying to wrap my head around this, if he doesn't, let's just say that he was going to officially put out his wrap up to the Clone Wars, let's say that actually happened, 
Yeah. That is that is the Filoni style that we love to see with whatever he does. We've seen we saw it with season three. He he likes to leave things on cliffhangers. He likes to wrap them up and still have that Star Wars feeling of well, this could be either a very dark ending and there's no winners in it, or the rebellion comes out the winner, or the you know the Empire comes out the winner in this case. Mm-hmm. But he's been able to. I'm not going to say he's the emperor in in this way, but in a way he is of taking the storyline of Rebels. And being able to twist it on its head, give it this new look each season, and let these characters progress through storytelling and also the connection to family. What did Leia say in episode eight? And in that behind the scenes reel that we saw, she said, this is family. And everything that Rebels has built us up to, whether it's Harris and Dula, whether it's Ezra with Lothal, whether it's Sabine and her family, family has become the focus of Star Wars Rebels. And I'm and Kanan is just coming around to now. Hera is like is more than just family. It's 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 somebody that he really cares for and loves. And for a Jedi to now finally step away from the traditional ways and to feel love into other than Anakin, uh, which obviously he took a very different path with. But for Kanan Jarrus to pursue that, it's like we said before, it's gonna be fascinating to see where that goes, Kanan. And I wonder, based on how Filoni wanted to end Clone Wars, I cannot wait to see if the ending of Star Wars Rebels, the final season, what kind of... It doesn't necessarily have to be a cliffhanger, but just something that's so satisfying that we say, yep, I can come to peace that this is the end of Rebels now. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I'm really waiting for... And this is one thing I'm wondering about this is... um, they, They tested the waters during Rogue One with hey here's an animated character in a film mm-hmm. and i'm i don't think that was just to put saul guerrera into i mean because saul was an interesting character but that could have been anybody you know what i right. mean they could right. just make that character whatever i think that was definitely them testing the waters of okay let's see how impactful it is for us to take a cartoon character and put him into a feature I'm really wondering what that means for episode nine for the Han Solo film moving forward to see, you know, cause I mean, when I fantasize about what episode nine could be, if people like Ahsoka are, are just kind of gone right now, we don't know where they are. I mean, how awesome would it be if Ahsoka kind of shows up in episode nine and is like, Hey Ray, you know, you want to learn more about the force, the other side of the force, the balance, I'm your man, you know, or we'll, <laughs> but um, <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm wondering if we will get that solid like closure or if it'll be like kind of end and be, we'll be like okay, well there's more that could have happened or they're leaving us like just wait, you'll see. Right. And th- and then that then you start pushing the territory of that not only with the cinematic films Caden, but the main focus of our discussion is that Filoni is so fantastic at what he does. And Lucasfilm has granted him and Pablo Hidalgo the powers alongside Matt Martin and all these great people over at Lucasfilm, the people who are behind Rebels, the power to take these animated stories and bring them to the next level in canon. Caden, the main focus here is that, okay, Rebels is wrapping up. What are the plans going into the near future? Will we see another animated Star Wars story? And will we see it? continue to push on this story or could we see it do something else i'm curious to hear your thoughts caden 
about what maybe Filoni or somebody else might be able to do with an animated Star Wars story. Maybe even one you'd like to see them do. Well, everybody that knows me and knows Rebel Cause, Rebel Chatter, all that, knows that I'm a big, nice Old Republic fanboy. <laughs> I won't dwell too much on that. I'd love to see something Old Republic, whatever it is. So that that would be one of my first choices. Like, I wish they would do that. But honestly, I kind of think that we could get an animated series that starts to set up the universe for whatever Ryan Johnson's trilogy is going to be. Mm. Because we don't know what it is. I, I feel, I feel like it won't be in the future because I feel like they're kind of closing. Like this is the end of the book. You know what I mean? Like with Ray and, and uh, Kylo and all that, the end of the story. And I'm hoping they go back, even if it's not Knights of the Old Republic, if it's just set during like a hundred years or whatever before Phantom Menace or something. Because mm -hmm. arguably, the when you think of the main villains in Star Wars, who do you, who comes to mind for you? For me, mainly Vader. You're thinking about obviously the Palpatine. You're thinking of the Emperor, and so being Sith, like the Sith. Yeah. The Sith itself. I mean, just their entire rise and what was happening on Coruscant. And, and the Jedi being the good. You know, the, the good guy, Jedi versus the Sith. And that story's already over. Where we saw that end in episode six. Kylo is, you know, he is not a Sith, but yeah, he's kind of in the tradition of the Sith. There's one master and one apprentice, you know, that we've seen that before. Mm -hmm. And uh, so they're kind of, I don't want to say wannabe Sith as in they're not as good, but it's, it's very similar. So I would hope that they would tell a story with Sith and, you know, it would be cool in a time where there would be numbers to them because, you know, maybe before the rule of two thing, because how awesome would that be to just see like a hundred and Sith and a hundred Jedi all fighting each other in like this mm -hmm. war, you know, we always hear about the Jedi and Sith wars and, you know, that they were the ancient enemies of the Jedi. And I, I would love to see more of that, especially in a canon mm. form, because we already have these older stories. And, you know, some of the stuff in, in Legends conflicts with itself, obviously, because so many people had their hands in that. Right. But to get one solid story, you know, because they've talked about the Mandalorian Wars now in, in Rebels. So, mm. and that's a Knights of the Old Republic thing. But, you know, what was that? You know, that was a Jedi fighting the Mandalorians. That would be cool. Mm. They need some. I think they need to go backwards rather than forwards. But that's just my opinion. You bring up a really good point. And I think, well, Caden, first of all, you always bring up good points. So I got to stop saying that. <laughs> number two, number two, there was a lot of focus in Star Wars Rebels this past season. And Filoni even mentioned it at Star Wars Celebration that, yeah, you're going to get a lot of Mandalorians in this season. And you're going to see a lot of focus pushed on that. And Filoni doesn't do things unless he knows, like we've always said, unless he's going to put it up on the shelf and use it later, much like Ahsoka. He put her up on the shelf at the end of last season to say, you know what? I'm going to find a place to put her back into the picture where it makes sense. Absolutely. And he really, and I talked to Brian Fontaine on Rebel Recap rebels recap on a couple of episodes at the conclusion of last season and even into the beginning of this season season four and i thought for sure when sabine took the dark saber and she went back and they left her there i said this is it 
he's putting Sabine up on the shelf and we're going to see her used later. She came right back into the picture. And that's when we had the announcement that you're going to see even more about Mandalorians in season four overall. Uh-huh. My, my theory heading forward is that Filoni is really loving everything Mandalorian. We see it with the Mando Mercs. We see it rising up in the Star Wars community in terms of the fandom just getting around the whole Boba Fett, Jango Fett, Mandalorian armor. I have a funny feeling that if we were to explore the animated universe, this is something I would like to see. If it doesn't go into live action form, that we see more of Mandalore, we see a lot more. Maybe we go back in time and we see more about the pre-Vizsla period and we see more of the development of the Darksaber. Maybe even some stuff about Mandalore the Ultimate himself, which I think would be fantastic. Just trying to canonize a character that really just hasn't had much in terms of development that you could do a lot more with. I know, Caden, you're the you're the Knights of the Old Republic guy. You're the you're the real legends deep guy. I, I think Mandalore the Ultimate is somebody that just does not have enough backstory yet that we could really see play out somewhere. And I would love to have Filoni be the one to do it. Well, the the story that I think they they've kind of put before us and the perfect way to to bring people like Revan back into canon would be to have a Knights of the Old Republic story, right? Mm-hmm. And it be from the perspective of Tar Vizsla, yeah. the first Jedi Mandalorian. Yes. Because how interesting would it be to have a character who is not only a Jedi and sworn to protect the Republic, but also a Mandalorian set during the Mandalorian Wars? Correct. You have someone like Revan be a background character, you know, you know, maybe not the focus of the whole story, but this Tar Vizsla person being, you know, being our main. And then, cause they've, they've done way too much recently to set up the old Republic and just not been like, Hey guys, it's canon. You know what I mean? Yeah, no. Like in the last Jedi, Luke has a, a pendant with a red lightsaber crystal in it that belonged to a Jedi crusader. I know yeah. one famous Jedi crusader and his name was Revan and he was pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, yeah. they talked about the Mandalorian Wars. They did the Tar Vizsla thing. Like, that could have just been a Mandalorian weapon, but no, they made it a Jedi who just happened to be a Mandalorian. Yeah. And it's interesting. I, I, I definitely think Old Republic is around the corner, and mm-hmm. it's just how they do it. But I, I think that would be a great way for them to do so. Yeah, they'd be able to incorporate things that the fandom has wanted to see and also play to the strengths of the Star Wars and Lucasfilm story group who have been able to not only find ways to insert Legends characters and little bits and pieces here from probably direct descendants from Knights of the Old Republic and references, but just to kind of give it some levity and to say, you know what, it does exist out there in the fandom and we are throwing these nods to you just to see that formulate into something I think Star Wars fans would really get behind pretty quickly. And also... The funny part about this is, too, is that, of course, I know it's straying away from the animated piece, but you had mentioned it before, Caden, that the animated show could pair up with Ryan Johnson's trilogy. Yeah. To to the average Star Wars goer, the person who says, oh, yeah, I'm just going to go see Star Wars. It's December. I'm going to go watch the movie. I'm going to enjoy it with some friends. And then after that, I may not see it for another year. Or I may not see it for another two years because it's 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 just an event. For those people in the community and for those people who just go and watch films, we, it specifically said that Ryan Johnson would not touch upon 
anything that has been visited so far. And as us as Star Wars fans, we're like, oh, that means that Knights of the Old Republic can't be can't be discussed because it's something that in the community we're always discussing. But to the average cinema goer, that statement is so perfect for them to say, you know what? It's not going to be called Knights of the Old Republic. It's just going to be within that time period. And we're going to bring in these characters because those people are not familiar with them. Yeah, no, absolutely, man. And and that, that is a great thing about what they're doing for Ryan. You know, he, he had, I, I felt like he did great with Luke mm-hmm. and you know all of the characters, but I really want to see what he can do in his own sandbox. Because, I mean, as great as it is that he got to do this very important film in the Star Wars saga, he he had a lot he had to do. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. there's a lot of loose ends he needed to fill in and and stuff like that. And it's going to be interesting to see what he does in his own toy box, whether the characters he develops or the story he tells. And the, and the way that Filoni, if it does become true, that Filoni is going to hopefully please Lucasfilm, if you're listening to us right now, please let Filoni do another animated series and bring it back into this time period that we're, ta- yeah. that we're talking about. That's just a call to action on our part. We, we would love to see that happen. I know Caden and I have talked about it on multiple occasions. That would be just a lot of fun for the fandom because I'm telling you, we could have so many different discussions around this. We could therefore say, hey, you know, what could they be taking from Legends and pulling it in and doing things with this and doing things with that? And I think that if they were to do it, it would be such a big, not only a surprise, even though we're theorizing on it, um, uh-huh. but it would just do so much for the fandom. And again, I think the unity and the community piece, you want to unify a community around something. A lot of us and a lot of people in the community love what Knights of the Old Republic and some of the legend stuff does for a lot of these characters. And I think it would be a great way to do it. Yeah, absolutely, man. It's, I mean, that, that time period is just such a great, place for them to play because really they could do whatever they wanted and it really would not affect the future you know mm-hmm. they could honestly take the stories that are already put in place by the knights of the old republic stuff and just slap that in and be like yep here it is this doesn't affect you know luke or in any way right so i think they should do they really should touch on that time and i'm sure they will you know where i mean we're in a time period where they're they're doing after return of the jedi stuff and mm-hmm. i understand that because Everybody's always wondered what happened to Luke and Leia and Han and, and, and all that. But when they're done with this stuff, I think it would be a shame for them not to visit that time period because there's so much time there, you know, obviously. Yeah. I mean, George Lucas took it the way of I'm going to write this, you know, I'm going to write this original trilogy four, five, and six. Yet many years later, I'm going to take a step back and say, hold on, I want to explain where Vader came from. I want to give some background to Obi-Wan Kenobi, really show the fall of the Jedi. Even George Lucas himself developed three films and said, you know what? I think there needs to be three more that go back in time and do some explanation. I've, I, and I had this feeling coming out of eight, Caden. I don't know if you had this feeling too, but watching Ryan Johnson and anticipating and starting to theorize on what J.J. Abrams might do, that, you know what? They're doing some great stuff here and they're kind of filling in the gaps. But like George Lucas... There has to come a point where you have to go back in time even before and you have to say, okay, this there are little cues here and there about things. This is what's connecting it to the universe. This is what happened before the fact that continues the story and makes you go back and then watch the original trilogy 
and then watch Rogue One and watch all these great films and say, you know what? I see what they did there. I see how they connected the timeline. Yeah, absolutely. And 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 for that, it there's so much in in even you know the prequel. I mean, honestly, we caught the end of the Sith. You know, we caught the last two, three, four Sith lords being you know Maul all being apprentices to to Sidious and mm-hmm. and Duke, and we caught Vader. We saw the the end of the the end of the plan. But why did they have that plan? Why did the Sith hate the Jedi so much and vice yeah. versa? You know, I would love to see Kiati Mundi in, in episode one says, you know, the Sith have been extinct for a millennia. Well, yeah. why? Why do you think that? What, where's that story? You know what I mean? Yeah. And there's so much. I mean, even the, the Old Republic timeline itself, it, it's not like a hundred year period. You know, there are stories from a thousand years before the Knights of the Old Republic stuff and then, you know, years after and. There, there's hundreds of years they have to play with it. Like I said, man, it would just be a waste for them not to touch on that because that's the obvious, the obvious place to go, at least in my head. Yeah. And it makes a lot of sense in terms of, like you said, the, the sandbox that they have to play in. And sometimes, you know, there's the brand new toys that are over off to the side that all the kids play with Caden. I was this way as a little kid. There was always that one older toy that was always off to the side. And I said, using a sandbox analogy, of course, that I would go over to and I'd start playing with him. Like, you know what? This old toy is just as good as the new one. It, it's oh, just as fun. And I think that if you do start going back into the old stuff, you start, yeah, I'm not going to say the old stuff because it probably hasn't really even been explored yet in, in the grand scheme of everything, but just going back in time and saying, you know what? This These stories are just as important to the universe as the ones that are brand new, that we've been able to introduce to the fandom. And I think that has to be the mindset for Lucasfilm going forward. If they want to play in that sandbox with all the rest of their peers, they have to be able to say, you know what, that one over there, even though it's old and it's something we haven't really played with yet, we got to give it a chance and we got to see just how much fun it could possibly be. Yeah, absolutely, man. You know, because they start throwing words around, like, because every other person that is into star wars you know not really into it like like we are but i keep hearing you know oh yeah the sith kylo ren and snoke and people identify with the sith mm-hmm. and you know, that t- that time period's gone now and I, that's really where if i if i had any pool if you guys are listening kathleen listen <laughs> they need to touch on that time period i, I don't i really don't i don't see why well i really don't see why they haven't touched on it too much yet can understand they're probably going to wait until after nine mm-hmm. and realistically that's probably how long it would take for us to get an animated series again anyway yeah, that's and that's an interesting point going forward Caden I think is something that you've talked about in your live streams on Facebook with James of course and with some of the great people from Rebel Chatter Rebel Cause Lancaster is that there is so much room to play with in that Lucasfilm obviously we know they are always looking to see what the fans are saying. They're always looking to see what the fans are interested in, what the fans want to see happen in this galaxy far, far away. And that's why here at the BrickCityBlockade.com podcast network and everything with Rebel Chatter, Rebel Cause, you guys have to head on over to both of our both of our streams here on Facebook and everything that we're doing when we're doing live streams because it's your thoughts, it's your opinions. When you get them out there, somebody is watching, somebody is listening. It's yeah. your it's your time to shine and it's your time to get your thoughts and what you would like to see happen in this universe. We say it all the time, Caden. It's just that simple. Yeah, it really is. 
Trust me, guys, you know, Robin and I really like to hear our own voices. So come <laughs> listen to what we have to say, because we're not going to stop talking. So just become be part of the conversation, you know, <laughs> come come on in and shut me up, because that's exactly what you need to do, because I feel <laughs> like I, I ramble sometimes. And I think that's just part of the fandom. And that's just part of the love that we have for this galaxy far, far away. Caden, any final thoughts on this subject? Anything else that you would like to tell the fandom while we got them here? Well, if you know we have any new listeners tonight, definitely I've been really promoting our our first official episode together, the uh, Positivity Episode 2. That was such a great episode. And if, if you haven't heard it yet, definitely go check that out. I'm sure Robin can, uh, can give you the links to exactly where to find that. On the website, right? The Brick City Blockade? Yes. Network.com. And that's exactly where it's sitting for the good people. Perfect. And, uh, you know, we, that was a great message for fandom, for people who aren't even, that don't even like Star Wars. That was a universal, very awesome message that I really hope everybody checks out. And, uh, we have some more awesome stuff coming your way guys here in the future. And I'm very excited to, uh, to share that with all of you. It's going to be a lot of fun, Caden, please. Again, make sure to check out everything happening when it comes to unity in the community. Unity is community. We have that t-shirt out on TeePublic and also check out everything happening. Each member always finds a way to get their voice out there and to share their thoughts to hopefully propel you, the listeners forward to say, yeah, I agree with this and I want to get my voice out there as well. Rebel Chatter is the medium for people to just come on and talk. Our, we have had some really cool guests you know, that are involved in Star Wars and everything else and podcasters and costume group people as well, but even if you're just a fan of Star Wars and you have a story that you feel like is worth telling, hit us up. Rebel Cause Lancaster on Facebook is, is our direct Facebook, so you can message us on there. Uh, rebelchatter.com, we have a contact page. Uh, you can hit us up on Twitter, which is Rebel Chatter HQ. And then you can hit us up on Instagram as well, Rebel Cause Lancaster. And feel free to just get in touch with us and come join this conversation. Because at the end of the day, this is really all about the fans and the unity in the community. That's right. Every little bit of it, every second of it. Caden, it's that time. It's a little thing called... Plug time? Yeah, you're right. It is. It's <laughs> plug time here at the podcast. Now, Caden, I know you kind of gave a rundown of Rebel Chatter, but where can the good fans find you on social media? Feel free to drop me a Facebook request. Caden Patrick on Facebook. Always up for some Star Wars conversation. And you can find us Rebel Cause at Rebel Cause Lancaster on Facebook. Feel free to head over and like the page and get involved with our live streams that we have every Monday. And uh, more than that, usually. We usually have it more than Monday as well. And uh, like I said, uh, rebelchatter.com is where you can find all of our back catalog of everything. Uh, Rebel Chatter HQ on Twitter. And then Rebel Cause Lancaster on Instagram. Perfect stuff. You guys can follow me over on Twitter at Mr. Vote Tweets. Please make sure to head on over to Instagram. Follow my crazy photos and everything a lot of stuff coming up this weekend going to see a concert in new haven connecticut and i'll be bringing my lightsaber from good old andrew garish maybe i'll get some reggae photos with that in there uh, that'll be interesting to throw that in there but you guys can follow me over there at the official vote please make sure to head on over to www.brickcityblockade.com for everything happening at the podcast network with the star wars fandom here also make sure to head on over to itunes please make sure to rate Send us a nice little comment about what you think and make sure to subscribe to the podcast network on iTunes and Google Play. Caden, another awesome conversation between Rebel Chatter, 
Rebel Cause, Lancaster, and of course the Podcast Network. Thank you so much. It was, you know, I feel like we do it all the time anyway. You yeah. Know, these fans love hearing our voices. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> Guys, if you're not hearing us on here, we're messaging back and forth anyway. So <laughs> it's usually filled with a ton of gifts, and it's always a funny, funny conversation, including absolutely. the chicken strips thing that happened before. But uh. yeah, yeah, oh man. If I, uh, I gotta just start recording my whole life, I swear. Because there's some funny stuff that happens that you guys don't hear. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Basically, let, let's just say this. Basically, yeah. I went on and we were trying to set up this live stream. This is going to be a great thing because I can cut this too, but I think I'm going to keep it in there. Caden and I were setting up this live stream and everything and Caden's having some audio issues on his end and, and I'm sitting there and he's probably still listening to me. And then out of nowhere, I'm like, F yo chicken strips. And, <laughs> and Caden just loses it. So that's that's what happens before this thing goes live, guys. Oh yeah, it's great. I have I have a I have a Rebel Chatter blooper reel that you know what maybe I should uh, put that out. Oh, oh, an extra plug. If you guys want to uh, get some extra stuff out of Rebel Chatter, we do have a Patreon page now. It's just so it's Rebel Chatter right. on Patreon, and uh, maybe I'll make that one of our our Patreon supporter rewards. Ooh, some, some of our bloopers they're pretty funny. The the best I have to say is right after my first surgery on my on my broken leg. Uh-huh. I was a little loopy from some pain medication and <laughs> my dad was tired and we're just sitting there like talking in circles, just not barely speaking right, just laughing. It, yeah, it was great. But I'll definitely have to uh, probably release that at some point. <laughs> you, you the fans, you, you guys want that stuff. You guys come looking for it. And as we always say here at Make the Jump, thank you so much for listening here at the Podcast Network. And as we always say, may the force be with you. Thank you, always.